Okay, let's go. You ready? That's Kira. That's Vic. And this is Girl Girl Like You. So I signed Hallie up for, I did this morning for um, gymnastics classes on Thursday night. Oh my God. Like there's something about like little kids, like doing shit like that that's so just cute. so cute i know it'll be so cute and i think we, you should sign elia yeah i probably will that's we've got fun. some other friends in the class people that we know so i feel like you would although honestly i'm like cool. not good <laughs> with like evening commitments mm. but that's a good it's a good time of the night and i feel like maybe you would be because this would help to tire her out so maybe yeah that's honestly I was like, to bed. perfect that would maybe help probably fucking not because nothing else i do helps and nothing matters but it would also be like you guys could switch off it's once a week you and brett could switch oh, off yeah, if you wanted true. to do one week on one week off or whatever so that honestly that's not a bad idea then the one parent gets some me time that's a good idea yeah i'll have to ask him about it because that sounds so funny and just like cool just for like the hilarity of it i kind of want to do it i know (laughs) i i don't even know if she's gonna like it i already went and bought her some leotards to wear (laughs) well they have to wear a uniform no they don't i have a problem oh okay i was gonna say great another thing i have to no i have a problem i willingly went and bought her two leotards for something she doesn't know where she's going she's still wearing diapers i don't know if she needs to wear them and they're too big they didn't even have her size i still got them just hoping that i could shrink them in the wash well maybe you can just help me get ellie's because i'll help you get i ellie's hate for that sure. kind of stuff you gotta tell me what size she is and i'll by the end of the day i'll probably have it two t maybe i don't even know but um yeah she'd be 18 to 24 yeah i think so two um, t might even be max hallie's been in two House yeah, it is all tea. too big for her, but the 18 stuff's getting too small. So yeah, but wow. it's a tight little leotard. Yeah, I think I actually might have some. Oh, cool. Yeah, how's uh your week been? My week. Are you feeling better? <laughs> uh, my week. Well, it's, it's not funny? been a full week since I saw you, but oh my gosh, I feel like sad that the wedding's over. It was so much fun getting ready for it, like yeah. all the appointments and stuff. But as you know. I got very sick on the day of the wedding. I had to duck out early, which was so sad. But like, what I happened? Was, literally, I was devastated. I was. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds ridiculous, but like. I don't think it does. Yeah. I think. Well, I feel like everyone knows that I'm trying to have a baby and I'm not pregnant. And I found that <laughs> out like a week before the wedding. So then when I found that, like when I got my period, I was like, hey, I'm living it i up. can't wait oh this yeah wedding. i was like Vic's was gonna be tearing it up. wild <laughs> wild like i was planning for my own funeral on yeah. sunday yeah like, so I you, you was, literally were I, yeah i was gonna have the best time of my life yeah i honestly think i was like fine all day and yeah. usually i get stomach bugs all the time and like i can feel it coming like mm-hmm. i know but like i was eating breakfast i was eating everything i was drinking mimosas but like not a lot. I think I had two mini, like two champagne glasses yeah. and mimosas. And then we had the whole ceremony and I was fine at the ceremony. Like nothing, like not a little like bit sweaty or like anxious not or anything. Not one thing. I went into the limo when they were taking pictures, did a shot of coconut tequila. Maybe that was it. It wasn't because mm-hmm. I was fine. And then after pictures, I got a bit of a chill at pictures, but it was cold. Like when yeah. the sun would go behind the clouds and the wind would blow, it was chilly. Yeah. Like everyone was cold. Um, we went into the limo and in this limo, um, you could see out the windows. I'd never been in a limo where you could see out the windows. Like it's oh. always been blacked out. Right. Yeah. 
or like really tinted. And yes. I guess they kind of were tinted, but anyways, I could see very clearly. And I just saw like, I think I got motion sick at mm-hmm. first. And then we went to Shane Corey's house and just for a bathroom break before heading up to the, to the reception. Oh, sorry. Okay. I just put my hands over my face. <laughs> I forgot they were recording. Um, to the reception and. I you went for a bathroom break? At Shane Corey's. Yeah. And then by the time we got to the reception, I was like, I, oof, like I was like laying in, I just did not feel good. But I thought that, <laughs> I actually thought my spanks were too tight. So I took them off. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that helped a little bit. <laughs> and then we got to the, and I'm like, hey, well, I just had a bad headache. I thought, oh, I'm just like really overtired. Yeah. Whatever. I'm just going to try to push through. It'll be fine. Mark has a Red Bull for me. Like I'll just have that. Health Freak 101. <laughs> You know, I'm like, I was about to say, maybe did you drink some water? (laughs) I did, but I was drinking water too. And I I ate a sandwich and was like, I was like trying to eat and drink and like rest a little bit. And I was literally doing everything I thought that I could do. And then, no, during dinner, I was like, tried to eat dinner. I had a bite of a bun and I went to the bathroom and I just couldn't stop getting sick. I don't know if I was like motion sickness set up. Yeah. Like I could not stop. And I was so like so sad so I just was trying to keep it a secret <laughs> and so I would kept just going to the bathroom and coming back and sitting down at the head table and like I wanted to listen to all the speeches by the end of the speeches like by the time the best man was on and the parents were talking I was sitting in one of the chairs in the lobby like laying on the chair and just like because oh I was like God. I don't want I can't miss this stuff like I love wedding speeches yeah. like this is my favorite part honestly and yeah so I stayed for all the speeches. Oh, God. And then Mark walked out. And honestly, I just started bawling when oh, I saw him. Because no. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and so then we went outside. And I saw, and you'll see in their pictures, they had some, like, um, golden hour photos. Oh, like, their photos are insane. 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 Yeah. Like, literally They're incredible. They're so beautiful, yeah. Shout out to Sarah Thorpe Photography. Mm-hmm. She friggin' nailed the pictures. Yeah. They're so, so insane. Mm-hmm. But I literally watched them doing all those from afar, sitting in the parking lot, crying. <laughs> <You kidding>? Literally. <laughs> and then before we... Oh, no. Yeah, it was so bad. So bad. But then, um, yeah, we got a ride home. And I slept for, like, 12 hours. And I was literally fine the next day. So I honestly think that I burnt myself out. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like exhaustion or something kind of hey like I honestly feel like that's what it was because I couldn't like your body was just like okay fuck you like and like Hallie hadn't been sleeping through the night in weeks Mm -hmm. and so I was up every night I wasn't getting more than maybe three to maybe max four hours in a row like of sleep it was all broken for weeks and then that night before the wedding too she was up through the night so then I was and it was just bad oh god I was like why today why can't this hit me tomorrow like I'm fine tomorrow (laughs) next week the week after any other day literally that's so weird well that sucks I was sad once you left I was like oh no she's gonna be pissed I was so sad yeah but I was there for all the big stuff which I'm happy about and for the photos so that's good I missed the most fun part but yeah it was fun it was a good time yeah, it was a good. Okay, tell me about your experience at the wedding. Oh God! Well, the ceremony was beautiful. I've never been to a wedding that was at the location that she had it at. Mm-hmm, me neither. So cute, like how the limo pulled right up. Like that mm-hmm. was just so awesome. And like my niece was the flower girl, so that just like made my day. My sister also in the wedding, so it's just nice like seeing 
And then seeing a bunch of people that I didn't know were invited was awesome. Was just like great. It's like people a reunion because yeah. you know it's almost like, oh my god, all you're guests. here, you're here. Oh my god, you're here. Like yeah. that was so cool. And like there's like a couple cute little babies that me and Brenner mm-hmm. was like, oh look at that little baby. <laughs> like they're so cute. And um. Yeah, ceremony super short and sweet, and then it was we went awesome. Yeah, it was great, and then we went to the brew house just to like have some drinks. I was like, okay, I'm gonna start like getting my getting buzz going it. and like getting ready because I'm just not. I don't know. I don't drink much anymore. I don't like. I have a hard time like I for me to get like lit up. It has to be like a special occasion, and so I have to like really amp myself up for it. And I was you gonna, did a hell of a job in Scottsdale then. Oh yeah, that I don't even know. What, well, no, I was like doing. We were microdosing. I was microdosing mushrooms like every day, so that helps. <laughs> right. I would like to learn more about that one day. Yeah, we can chat about that. Mm-hmm. So I did do some on the night of the wedding, but you did. Yeah. Oh, nice. Just like a little. Yeah, we can get way into that some other time, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I was drinking these, like, spicy mango margaritas at the brew house that were, like, so fucking good. Like, so good. I was feeling so good. I was, like, eating the perfect stuff. Like, I still felt really good, but I was, like, full, and I knew I wasn't going to get, like, loser wasted, you mm-hmm. know? But, like, sometimes you eat a big burger, and then you're, like, so bloated, and your dress feels uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But, like, that didn't happen. I was just, like, feeling so good. But I had these like really tall wedges on mm-hmm. and they like kind of mm-hmm. come down where you know how like the they, heel like, is like down. really skinny mm-hmm. and then it kind of like go like the if you were looking at the footprint that this shoe left, it would the heel part would be like an skinny, inch like wide mm-hmm. and then it kind of slowly gets bigger as it goes to the foot. And we're like, okay, we're getting ready to leave. I'm like, okay, I really just have to pee before we like drive out because the wedding was like a 35 minute drive so I'm just like strutting in off the coming off the like patio feeling like feeling myself I got my little backpack and like I'm not great at walking in heels I honestly hate them and I was gonna take them off as soon as we got to the I had like shoes to put on like other shoes mm-hmm. and I just like strut into the brew house and like hit a little like a tiny little puddle like just a fucking <gasps> droplet of water oh no and I felt that ankle that hit the water just you know how it just like slides really quick oh, like when God. you get that yeah but there's like I couldn't stay up and that ankle just like rolled and then I fell <laughs> I went down <laughs> I went down on my other knee oh, I'll show you the bruise I oh. still have on it like instead of like falling and just like going down I landed like it was literally like like the loudest smack when my one <laughs> knee hit the ground and like oh, okay no. you know in the back section of the brew house like where all yeah. the games are yeah and there's like those two tables that are low yeah there was people at both of those tables like no. four sets of people so I literally was on my knees like you... three feet away from someone's <laughs> face <laughs> and they're just like oh no I just went like flicked myself up and was like I'm okay no I said that was really embarrassing <laughs> and they were like are you okay I'm like never wearing these shoes again and just like ran to the bathroom (laughs) and then I was just like sitting on the toilet and like laughing like what that was so for me like some girl like dressed up like jewelry hair nails dress very shoes feeling herself just fucking buzzing at the brew house to see her wipe out is like the fucking best thing I can imagine and And I just like you didn't get to watch it oh my god it was like 
it is embarrassing but I love like people falling it's just like my thing I don't know I know that's like mean but <laughs> no, like watching wipeouts you. is like to me is so funny my aunt is hilarious. like that too she like oh she's got the most infectious laugh and like she <laughs> yeah she just kills me well and like me and Marina my sister will be like hanging out and one of our kids will have like an epic wipeout and we just like make eye contact and like turn away and like laugh because we can't if we look at each other we'll like laugh First outwards step, yeah. at our kids and that's like so mean but some of the times the falls they have are just like <laughs> hilarious but anyway yeah that so that fucking sucked because like my ankle was like swollen because I twisted one oh, ankle, no. but like hurt my other knee. So both of my You're legs were actually like, hurt. <laughs> so I was trying really hard to like, the food was first of all, incredible. That That's was the best wedding food I've ever had. I can't remember. Somebody else told me that. I don't, too. I got to find out. We got to like give a shout out to Donnelly whoever. Catering. Donnelly Catering. Not a sponsor, but they want to be okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll chat Donna yeah maybe she'll give it was me the best wedding bait. meal I've yeah yeah let just me know kidding. please yeah yeah so I like just oh my god they had it was so good um, that would mean a lot to the groom too because I know that that was like, yes very important I'm gonna to tell him, him that mm-hmm. you should everything like I don't know I don't we don't have to go way into that but so yeah we're like having a good time the speeches were cute I'm like a sucker for wedding speeches Same. I love them I'm like crying and mm-hmm. tearing up and then like laughing like I just really let myself get into it and I'm like mm-hmm. loving it but like I had to have my one foot up because <laughs> my ankle was swollen and then my other knee hurt to bend so I had to have both my legs up on like chairs with my legs like spread <laughs> which is great when you're wearing a which dress. was just like so embarrassing and then it like kind of stopped hurting I like put a little bit of ice on it I was trying to drink some wine, but I just, like, couldn't get into it really after that. So, like... Oh, no. I know. Me and Brett, like, dance. I did dance quite a bit. Well, that's good. And, like... But I think we made it until, like, midnight, and I was, like, please, can I go home? Like, I'm... Like, I've been ready for a while, but just because, like, I... Well, when you're not on that level, and I heard it was a pretty lit wedding, so... It was. everyone is on that level and you're not, it's kind of like... Everyone was on that level, and, like, Brett loves a wedding. He's, like, a social butterfly, and, like, a wedding (laughs) is just his. He's, like, talking to the groom's dad, talking to, like, someone's grandma, someone's, like, random auntie. Like, I'm talking, like, 45-minute long conversations (laughs) with each of these people, like... I can just see him. And I'm like, he's like a little butterfly just flitting around. Then he comes and then he goes and dances. Like he does not want to leave. He's like at his peak. He's just loving his life. Yes. And then I'm like, I'm sorry, we have to leave. But I don't think it lasted yeah. much longer after that though. Yeah. I'm not really sure. Honestly, I haven't really, I've only talked to my sister and they left about an hour after us, but yeah, it was, people were getting lit. Drinks were cheap and yeah, it was just a really good time, good time but oh, I do so have awesome. like a massive bruise on my knee and yeah, so that was cool. <laughs> okay. So I have to say I'm obsessed with your haircut right now. Are you? Yeah. I've been looking at it all day. Really? Like, I really feel like I need to do a change for myself. I'm like really effing bored and I think that, I don't know, but I feel like really tempted Shout I out can't. Uh, Victoria Madison stylist. Is that your? <laughs> is that your Instagram? I think it's Victoria Noble. Oh, now. it is now. You change Victoria Noble stylist. Thank you. Yeah, Vic's my hair stylist. Mm-hmm. I love it. Honestly, I want it a little bit shorter. Like it's obviously grown. It's been a few yeah. weeks since you cut it, and I'm mm-hmm. ready for it to like. We'll go shorter next yeah. time. Oh my gosh, I love that. But so many people comment on it. Yeah, and are just like, oh, I want short hair so bad. Yeah, it's like it's so cra- in right and now. even like. 
I felt like you had like three girls back that back you posted back. after mine. I yeah. was like, oh, I'm just like an influencer. <laughs> <laughs> you are. But like a lot of people were getting them. Yeah, a lot of people it's were. It's just the best. I love it. But yeah, today so was much. hair wash day. So it's like a fresh. Yeah, and dress. it just looks really good. Thanks. Looks really good. Okay, tell me about this depression book. Because I've been meaning to ask you about a for a long time okay so are you depressed (laughs) no I just um this book this is so bad I was like starting to read this book about like depression and anxiety um I have a lot of clients that like struggle with it and so Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to like always learn ways to help them yeah um and I had picked up this book I did like the book swap at Home Hardware. Have you ever oh, done that? Okay, no, I haven't done it. It was but... so cute. So you have like up to a certain day. I don't know when they do it. Probably soon, or is it like April? I can't remember if it's like spring or fall. But you have up until a certain date to come and drop off like however many books you want. So you can drop off one. You can drop off fifty, or there might be a limit. I'm not sure. And they have to be like published after like nineteen. 90 99 like they can't be like old ass books they have to be in like good condition and you're supposed to put books in that you would like to read and however then there's a a set date and they lay all the books out that everyone put in and you get a ticket showing how many books you donated so if you push in or if you put in like 10 books then you get to take 10 books Mm -hmm. and I guess that's like obvious do people know what a book swap is I don't know I just like went no I was actually um and then they set up like one of their little greenhouses out in the back at home hardware with all the books and they're like done by genre and age and whatever and you just like wander around and like pick up a few books Mm -hmm. so some of them I read were like that's cool because books are like hard like they're expensive Mm -hmm. and like I don't want to just read any but like I I'm nervous about it because I'm not like an avid reader mm-hmm. and if I'm not into it, I'm not into it at all. And I'll just never read it. I don't want to spend 40 bucks on a book that it's going to just collect us. There's so, I, so I was really struggling. This is so funny. I just posted it on my stories the other day because I only just got a library card like two months ago. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, God, if only there was book swaps are just like once a year. And honestly, half of the books I got, you can tell people these books haven't been open and people are giving away books that like kind of suck. Mm-hmm. And then half of them have been really great. But like, I was like, oh, that book swaps only once a year. Like, do I organize a book swap with my friends? Or like, I can't keep buying. I read really fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I can read like three books a week. And that's like $100. Yeah. I'm like, I can't afford to like go on Amazon. And especially like, I'm trying to read at night instead of watching TV. So I just am like reading an insane amount. And I want to like keep it up. But Oh, yeah. I'm just like, I forgot about the library. Like, I just yeah. forgot that it was like a thing. And it's actually so cool. I think cool. I was the one who men- messaged you. Oh, wait. Did no. You? Yes, I did message you about it. But oh, the power's going out. Oh, my God. It's okay. It's just the power's going out. <laughs> the power just flickered. I was like, I don't want to lose it. <laughs> no, okay. Oh, shoot. We're back. It's okay. We're good. Vic thought that my laptop was like plugged, plugged in, in. So I panicked. But it's not. Recording, We're good. But- just uh we're in my daughter ellie's room now and the blackout curtains are drawn for like sound but it got so dark in here <laughs> it was blackout <laughs> it was blacked out and i'm like it's I been a while since i blacked out right? i forgot what it felt like <laughs> yeah you were hoping for this weekend no. yeah no um okay so you got a library okay card. god how did we even get here 
um, this is so funny because we just like finished recording the first part of this. And I was like, do you think people like, like listening to us talk about this random stupid mm-hmm. shit? And you're like, yes, they love it. And I'm like, Ugh, I don't know. And now here I am talking about, a library. about the library. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, okay. So, oh yeah, I posted this to my Instagram stories. Cause I was like, the library's amazing now. It's 2023. There's an app. You can request a book. They'll bring oh, it in for cool. you. They notify you when it's there. So if you hear a recommendation, like I just go plug it into my phone, like into the app and it'll say like, oh, it's not in Lloyd. It's in like Meadow Lake or North Battleford. Mm-hmm. And then they'll just like get it in for you and you get an email when it's arrived. Mm-hmm. Like it's amazing. And mm-hmm. some books they don't have, but for the most part they have them all. But anyway, how did this all even start? This because time? you're looking for some specific books. Oh, how I got that. Okay. So at the book swap <laughs> that I did a couple years ago, I got this random book. It's called lost connections or missed connections or something and I was like it just on the cover said something about anxiety and depression and I was like well this is weird is this gonna be like I thought it was gonna be like no like those craigslist ads that are like it's called like missed connections on craigslist or something and it'll be like to the girl that was at 7-eleven on whatever whatever on December 12th that sounds like a book I would read well, and that's kind of what I thought it was going to be about. So I just put it off for a long time. And then I started reading so you it. you did recently. take it, but you just didn't ever read it. Yeah, I was like, I just needed another book. And I was like, get me out of here. Like, this is overwhelming. There's a lot of books. Like, love the book swap. But it was like, okay, yeah. Um. So then I finally started reading it the other day. I actually saw someone else I follow post that they were reading it. And I was like, oh, shit, I have that book. Like, I should just read it. And it is so fucking cool. And it talks about how as human beings, we're like meant to be in like our, our groups, we were created to live in like a group of like a hundred people. And like, we're very, very connected socially. And we're very connected, like, to our like purpose of like, whatever our job is within that community. And that like, nowadays, we lack it so much that it's like a really like big cause of depression and anxiety in a lot of people and there's like eight different types of connection that human beings need and like if you're not if you're missing even a single one of them it can like lead to that Mm -hmm. and it's just really cool in the beginning they talk about a lot of the studies that have been done on like medication for anxiety and depression and if they actually work or not and like it's really controversial so I don't really love talking about like my opinion on it maybe Mm -hmm. one day I will but I really just urge people to go read that book I don't even remember the name of it but go I'm read it, it you, yeah you okay. should I think it's called lost connections or missed connections we'll put it on our stories yeah um but anyway I was gonna read it and come and talk about it on the podcast mm-hmm. but then <laughs> I decided I was gonna reread all the Harry Potter books oh my god it They're is so good though they are Harry Potter books are like Honestly, like my goal as a parent, not my goal as a parent, but like my husband and I, Mark and I, we genuinely look forward to yeah. the day our kids are old enough. We can start reading Harry Potter as a family. Oh and like, my it's our God. dream to like, all cuddle up in a bed and read a chapter every Ooh. night before bed, like a whole chapter and be like, okay, we can stay up late tonight because the Goblet of Fire is coming in hot. <laughs> That's when I just finished the Goblet of Fire. Was like, it? Oh my God. That was a really good one. Dude. Goblet of Fire is a really good book. It wasn't, it, yeah, I think it might be one of my favorites. 
it's just so captivating her writing and like the whole harry potter world even watching the movies like i'm oh god yeah they're just so it's so okay so did you know hbo has a reboot yeah a reboot well a complete like remake it's not associated with the films at all i don't think hmm. so they're doing like <laughs> i don't know where i'm gonna stand with this i oh i'm so excited they're just because okay. the tv they make is so such high quality like HBO. the set like think of like game of thrones like the set design the game of thrones oh my god i can't get into that stuff i'm like harry potter or nothing like i can't like lord of the rings no i like i what? can't i just can't i just can't i, wonder... I can't even get into like the other oh what's the twilight jk <laughs> rowling is that her yeah. name i can't even get into her other books like like beetle the bar or something fantastic beast yeah to find that <laughs> no i can't like weird only harry so do you like any other fantasy nope. no okay and so, that's like, I don't like... like fantasy anything even oh. tv like i hate i fucking hate that i'm just kidding no <laughs> i don't like that i don't even can't even follow like fiction or fictitious shows very well like i was into uh... like that this is us show and then like i just fall off of it give me a shitty reality show or like a competition show i'm all over it yeah and see that's the opposite for me i'm just like oh this is i can't handle watching that shit but like yeah. harry potter obviously maybe that was like my first dip into that world because now i'm like like it's all that i like to read it has to have some sort of magic it has to have like some sort of mm. weird creature that doesn't really exist it has to have like some map of like a world that like that is my jam mm, interesting lord of the rings friggin eh. and all of it like eh. i love it <laughs> well that's great yeah had so, you read the harry potter books before yes yeah, so okay. this is what i kind of think has led to my led to my big obsession with like fantasy and that that like magical world is that like when the books came out mm -hmm. my nana lived like we call it down island i'm i grew up on vancouver island and we're the north end mm -hmm. so when you're going south we call it going down island mm -hmm. i don't really know why we just always Makes have sense. so she lived down island and they had like big bookstore like cute bookstores in her town and we didn't have one at all and she like pre-ordered the first harry potter book like the first round like the book that i have mm -hmm. i legit think is a collector know, piece yeah. like it's crazy really? it's the first round of publishing they did in north america so i'm like this is probably worth but anyway and she bucks. like yeah she pre-ordered every single hundred bucks <laughs> <laughs> no i don't think it's actually worth as much like the ones i've already looked it up this is so funny the oh ones that were God. published in britain or like wherever europe are worth a lot like if my edition had been published from there, from there it would be worth like 70 grand wow but it's because american it has an accent. yeah because <laughs> it reads in an accent <laughs> it reads it out loud to you as harry potter <laughs> But anyway, the whole point of Sorry. this whole entire story is that Harry Potter has now taken over my life and I'm not reading that depression book anymore because... You didn't even finish it? No. Because you're just like... I started reading Harry Potter and I'm... He flew in on this Nimbus 2000 yeah. and just took you with him. Uh, it's actually a firebolt. No. His Nimbus 2000 is what he got first. Yeah, but remember he got the firebolt from Sirius? Later. The second book. But that was like... The second such a... book? That's not the second book. Wasn't it? No. The Chamber second book is like the. Is that when he he knows Sirius in Chamber of Secrets? Well, he already? doesn't. He sends it to him secretly. 
because he's out of Azkaban. <laughs> I don't remember it being like that, but honestly, I you need read to reread it because I, I haven't read them. I've probably reread the series like five or six times now. Oh wow, good for you! And just like rereading it again is like it's still so. And there's so much that you just don't remember. It's true. And the detail, it's just, there's some, yeah. there's stuff that you just, it goes unnoticed when you're watching a show. Like you yes. don't notice like the texture and color of their mm-hmm. sweater that he's wearing mm-hmm. when he's oh. looking like this in the it's room so with the, yeah. But it's honestly, I have a problem that I'm like, I can't stop. Okay. But that's how <laughs> I get with these effing reality tv show it's so bad <laughs> do you want to know the one that i was like addicted addicted to yes i want to know geordie shore no it's like jersey shore no i know what it is have you watched it <laughs> i think i like... it is the effing funniest thing <laughs> ever there's one girl charlotte crosby on there and i like she just makes me laugh so hard oh and she's God. just ridiculous like, yeah absolutely ridiculous and for whatever i don't know i i don't want to sound rude when i say this but like like UK like fashion is very mm-hmm. different. Yeah. I feel like like they've got like really big teased hair and like very obvious thick like yeah. long extensions and yeah. like lots of work done to their faces. Yes. Their lips are huge like and their eyebrows reach their hairline and yeah. like their nose literally looks like it's shriveled up and like <laughs> this little teensy point on their <laughs> face and like they're just like so over the top yeah. and the guys are like so pretty like they GTL. Yeah, but like more so, like not oh. even like cool dude, whatever. They're like, they're like putting on self tanner to yeah. go out and like making sure their eyebrows are waxed and they're wearing <laughs> like their diamond earrings, right? Like they're literally like gender roles are just so, I don't even know. Yeah. But it kills me. And like this, they just get so wasted. And the guys are always like trying to look good for girls to pick up. And the girls are like getting fucked up. Like they're just getting so outrageous and charlotte crosby will like literally shit herself and talk about like it's so gross and offside but like when you watch it she's just like a very lovable person so like anyways i was addicted to that addicted to that when i was pregnant and i have rewatched the series like three times and it's (laughs) reality funny reality people do that yeah but i think it's just like comforting when you i don't know rewatching the same thing i feel like because it takes me out of my own life yeah sounds depressing but it's not that i I need a break i just think i need to have a break there's something about it that i like need no i cannot stand i don't know what it is like i remember watching the bachelor at my mom's house and everyone's sitting around in their seats and watching it and i'm just like looking at them and looking at the tv and looking at them and they're all just like enthralled and i'm like are you fucking serious like it makes me mad because i feel this is like exactly what i said about taylor swift like i feel like it's trickery and they're like doing something to just like pull people in and it's not real. It's all fucking scripted. And that just makes me so mad. And I can't, I know it's so annoying me saying that, but like, I don't care. It doesn't bug me that you say that. Okay. But it's, well, that's good. Cause like, God, it just, I can't, I cannot, I can't watch it. Like I physically can't, my body gets like, you know, mm, I, not for that reason, but I kind of feel like, <laughs> What's the difference between that and Harry Potter? Harry Potter, because someone has written that. It's I know. Scripted. I know. It's about not real life. I you know. know what I mean? What's different? It's not different. Makes no sense. No, but reading is obviously better for your mind than watching TV. 
Like it is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're looking is. at me like you're going to argue. Like, no, no, no. no. Sure I just like don't want. I don't. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, for sure it is. But like it, this was long before I had any like worries about right. that kind of yeah, yeah yeah it's just so like I was that this was, was like 10 years radar. ago and I'm just like I cannot fucking watch this I'm trying to think if there's but you know what I loved this is hilarious when I was like younger I used to love like Nicole Richie and Paris Hilton do you remember there oh god yeah the, was it the I Simple literally Life? Watched, yeah the oh. Simple Life. I watched that when I was on Matt was Lee that the first Hallie. reality show ever I don't know it was, was it? so fucking funny like those two are geniuses and like and they just and they were acting yeah, like Paris Hilton openly will talk about like yeah, her. Yeah, I love like, like hearing her, her talk about it. High pitched voice, like yeah. the dumb voice, and that's hot. Yeah, like we were me and my like, like that would have been high so fun. Oh my god, just you and your Genius. friend go f- fuck shit up, and and I'm pretty sure that was the first re- like they invented reality TV shows. Like I don't think there was anything before that. Was that the first? I don't know. I think that like Road Rules, like on MTV, oh was my. first, or, or it was Do you mean very like, early. Road, Road rules, rules turned into um the real world. The real world. Okay, that's what but I But Road thinking. Rules was even before that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. But yeah. Because even like that has now spun off into the challenge and the challenge is in their 38th Holy season. Okay, I think you must have told me about that show. Oh. <laughs> the challenge. <laughs> to challenge not to watch it (laughs) i was just gonna say oh i did watch squid games but that wasn't that was a show not a reality show that wasn't kira (laughs) kira 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 was it real no i don't know i didn't watch it oh you didn't i don't watch what it's a fake i don't like fictitious things i like when people are living on an island Mm-hmm. with nothing to eat they gotta compete in these things in these yeah but like isn't that funny that you just gave me all that shit that it's the same as hair but it is fake it's all scripted no it's not real yeah it is isn't survivor it? survivors not scripted yeah i don't know about that probably not like they're doing if shit, it is though if it mm, <laughs> i mean maybe because they like throw these like challenge challenges are like these like idols like if you win an idol yeah, you yeah, are yeah. safe for a week yeah Do, like they probably plant them strategically like when people are looking but like i don't mm. think that's fake yeah i because mean they it would the show would be way better if they i guess that's it, true honestly because <laughs> yeah, it's really boring should. sometimes <laughs> yeah yeah survivor is like a epic one though okay you were telling me about like some different like stuff you've been doing like lifestyle-ish stuff well I haven't really started but I feel like Saturday was a big eye-opener that like I obviously am like running myself way too thin so I think I have to start making some changes (gasps) what do you have in mind oh it's like your eyes just lit (laughs) lit up in my face (laughs) well I did a good job yesterday like I made breakfast and had some water before I had coffee like and had breakfast before coffee what'd you have for breakfast Ooh, I had a fried egg mm. on toast with spinach and arugula, Shut tomato, up. green onion, balsamic glaze, oh. and goat cheese. My fucking like, favorite. so good. And, like, that is such an incredible breakfast. And it's pretty easy to make, It's too. so good. Yeah, it is so good. And, like, the nutrients you're getting from that bad boy. Boom. Chef's <laughs> kiss. <laughs> so I did that yesterday. I did not do it today. 
Did you feel like, how'd you feel? Any different? Not much different, like... but I was so busy at work. So then I brought a meal, like a, I packed a lunch mm -hmm. to eat and then I was too busy to eat it all. And then by the time I got home, I felt full because oh. I don't usually eat very much. Right. And then, so I was like, so I did eat lunch. I had just like a spinach and arugula salad, mm -hmm. Greek salad with steak bites. Mm -hmm. So Dang. good. So I know. Good. I'm very zero to a hundred. It's McDonald's or gourmet. There's no in between. <laughs> McDonald's or steak and arugula. <laughs> yeah. No in between. So then. I love arugula. I forgot. So then last night, actually Mark made that. Chicken. Like, yeah. That oh. casserole thing. He's not huge on it, but I like, oh. it's just so hearty and like just oh, warms yeah. me. It's just like, it's like a cup of love. Mm -hmm. like, when you eat and it, like, like Ellie will eat it. Did Hallie eat it? I don't know. He. Ouch. He gave her dinner last night, mm. so I don't know, but I'm going to give it to her tonight and see what she'll do with it. Yeah, I just find it so... Oh, I guess we're talking about like a chicken and Yeah, dumplings. I'll post the, um, the recipe yeah. to our stories later. But um, yeah, Kira, it's like a... It's almost like a chicken pot pie in a crock pot yes, kind of meal. That's exactly it's like what it's creamy like. and the chicken is like so good mm. and the vegetables are... It's just so easy and yeah. I love like the dumplings. Like yes. The, yeah, they're just oh, really good. Yeah, it's we really love, good. We love that one. It's, it's a, good a really good fall or winter yes. meal for sure. We actually had stew last night, and it was I saw just that. like, oh, fuck, was it good? So I can't good. wait to make chili. Mm. I love chili, mm, but me too. So that, and then I haven't been wearing my Apple Watch in the yeah. past couple of weeks, so I'm in, I'm trying to wear it again so that I can track my steps and stuff yeah. just to make sure I'm getting a decent amount of like movement. Yeah, steps are hard. Hey, like I have a hard time getting. A lot of I don't in. because I'm like, I walk lots at oh, work. Yeah, you're always... So I don't really struggle, but, mm -hmm. um, another thing I'm going to try to start going on walks. So I think I'm going to start trying to like book clients a little later or like, I don't know, just make time for myself to like get up, get Hallie ready, take her to daycare, go to Bud Miller for a walk, go home, get ready for work and then go to work. Cause I feel yeah. like I need some mindfulness time, like less time scrolling mm -hmm. last time on tv it is like my happy time i feel like yeah my me time but yeah. i'm wondering if i can shift that and like if my me time will be just as important if it's some doing something else maybe it's not the tv that makes my me time so good maybe it's just having time that's quiet time and yeah and like you can make it different like that's what i mean yeah, yeah like what do i what does my body feel like it needs today do i need to walk do i need to sit here and watch tv do i need to like do a full skincare routine like you can kind right. of just like let it be whatever you want right that's true that right? day like and I think I want to try reading more often too I know. <laughs> have I told you about my book swap <laughs> <laughs> only for like 11 and a half minutes <laughs> but yeah so those I think I'm gonna try to make those changes cool. just like no it's real accountability no a little bit but not like I yeah I like that those are really good ideas Thanks. I feel like it's going to be good. I feel like I need to get into a better like headspace. I feel like this time of year, a lot of people are like wanting, they're like, okay, whoo. I like, need to get organized. Yeah. Like summer. summer just happened. And I actually just saw like Mel Robbins. Do you follow her on? She's know. like a motivational speaker, like mm -hmm. a blonde lady. And she just oh, is no, like so cool. But she just said like, if you're anything like me, like end of summer, your pants are a little tighter. You're mm -hmm. 
like your hair is grown out like everything's just she's like but you've been enjoying all this time with like your family and friends and the heat and it's go 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 and like now's the time to just slowly start finding your way back to yourself a little bit and, and I was like oh my god I love this so I think like everyone's like whoa school. and I think a lot of people feel that like I mean obviously my life is directly centered around a school year yes. because my husband's a teacher yeah. but I wonder, I feel like, and even in the trends of, like, people coming for hair appointments and stuff, like, I think a lot of people are, like, kind of, like, their timeline of a year is dictated from the school, By the year. school year. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it's, like, if you have kids, like, and you're working full time, summers must be... Mayhem? Psych- like, chaotic. Like, well, I don't I understand. I kind of wonder if that's why so many people go to the lake and have a lake lot, so they're just, like, hey, when we go, we unplug, and the kids just run around and do and whatever, just... so that we're, like... Whew. chilling out because yeah. the kids are busy they're doing stuff all the time I can sit and have a beer in the, yeah. the lawn chair or whatever yeah and then yeah it must from be TV like kind of just extra crazy because sometimes maybe you get like an extra 20 minutes when you're done work before you have to pick your kid up from daycare but now it's like you rush home if your kids aren't in daycare right. in the summer, you know I don't know it just seems like it'd be way more intense or they're in like summer camps or yes. yeah. and like you're probably like leaving work to take them places because they're not or in school and like off of work oh my gosh just... I know some people who will take their um oh frick what are they called vacation days mm, through the summer only yeah and do like on Fridays so right every week they've got a long weekend uh, that's a good idea I or even so. like going on a big family unreal. trip in the summer like most people will do yeah. like a two-week trip and it's like yeah. planning that and yeah, it's just such a nice feeling to start, like, spending your weekends at home and, mm-hmm. like, easing into this. And, I mean, when you're at home and you're inside and someone's watching TV, it's easier to be like, okay, I'll just throw a little laundry in. I'll yes. fold it when we're doing this. Well, when yeah. you're outside all the time yeah. and the clothes are dirtier yeah. and yeah. they pile up and then they've got bathing suits and then they got wet from this thing, yeah. too, and then they got watermelon all down their There's front. sunscreen so all over everything. Sunscreen. Yeah, so then you, yeah, yeah, I feel like the laundry piles are insane. Yes. So, yeah, summer's crazy. Okay, we have another question. Ask a girl like you because a girl like me knows how to tell you what you got to do. <laughs> what? Honestly, wow. I am the next Taylor <laughs> She should write a song about us. That's I bet so she has. Cool. Yeah, we should just go pick one and make it about us. Deal. Um... Yeah, ask oh, a yeah. girl like you. We had someone write in asking about losing a best friend, why it's worse than a breakup, and why you never truly get over it. Hoof. Hoof. Heavy. Um, I can't say that I've had a big split with a bestie. Yeah. Or like um as an adult, I haven't at least. Um, yeah, I've never had like a big like a close one. Not comparable I've had to like a breakup. littler one. Yeah. Although, like, I guess in high school I could consider it like similar mm-hmm. um I definitely went through some shit with friends in high school yeah same one of, of my friends I was super close with she was like my best friend and we kind of drifted in the last years of like the last year ish of high yeah. school she was one year older than me and then after high school after I was done high school um we kind of just like we were still friends we just drifted like she was with a boyfriend and then she wasn't at school every day and I started hanging out with other people on the weekends mm-hmm. and whatever um but then, like, I learned that she'd been, like, talking shit about me, like, the entire mm. time we were friends. 
-hmm. and just like not really being a good friend in that aspect yeah high school's so fucking weird i know it actually still bugs me that that happened yeah i don't know if she knows that i know oh and like and like but who told you you know what i mean and like what friends that were Mm. mutual friends and who like still i wouldn't say still are mutual friends but like that's I don't know, like each other's yeah. stuff on Instagram. Like, that's as far yeah, as it yeah, goes, yeah. really. And I don't hold any, like, ill feeling. Like, it still, it bugs me. But almost yeah. just because I want to be like, hey, I know that you did that. And, like, that was really shitty. But, like, it's cool. Like, I'm not mad. It was literally Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about some high, like, some high school stuff, too. But, yeah, it's just, like, whatever. Like, shit happened. But, hey, like, that was shitty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just to be like, just so you know, like, I can see, like, I don't care, but, yeah. like, I can see through that. Like, Yeah, and I wonder why, like, whoever wrote this said, like, why is it so much worse than... A breakup. A breakup, breakup. I wonder um, why. Is it because it's, like, just talked about all the time? Like, you can literally Google how to get over a breakup, and, like, there's songs about breakups, and there's, well, I like... I think that you, like, it's this, like, unique connection and relationship, and you spend so much time together, and then suddenly you have this like loss of presence in your life if you're having like a real friend breakup Mm -hmm. and there's not like you're saying like there's not resources out there like how to get over a breakup but you also don't just find that connection like but that's the same as like a relationship like why is it so i know but i'm just thinking you can like rebound and go like hook up with another guy or girl, whatever you're into. I guess. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, you just don't rebound with a best friend and be like, okay, well, I'm just going to go to the mall with this one and I'm going to have the best mall experience ever. <laughs> you Is know that I mean? why? Kind of, but, like, it, I'm just trying to think of how why. it's – because you're, like, build – you slowly have to build a relationship with a partner, too, and, like, it takes time. You have to meet someone. Like, it's literally the exact same. I guess it depends how involved you are with a friend. Yeah, and also, like – what your other relationships are like and if they're your like main emotion a lot of times like Mm -hmm. women are connected very emotionally Mm -hmm. and like I kind of I really believe that your partner like can't give you everything yeah like they can they can't like be your best friend all the time and like take all your emotional shit and like be intimate like they can't give you every single thing that you need as a human right, you need like you like dumb it down to being like can i give this to my-? like i can't be that for mark i no. can't take every single thing and be all of those no. things that's too much nobody can yeah. and like you i don't even know where i was even going with this but sorry maybe like uh because you have more of like an emotional vulnerable connection like with a female friend like I don't know because I try to have can't help but wonder if you are losing a best friend the best friend that you had before you had a significant other Mm -hmm. is that different like if you met and made really good friends with someone who like this person came into your life after you were already in a committed relationship and you had a breakup you still have that support person like you're your significant right. other but if right. you had that if they're your person first like your best friend is your person first and then the guy yeah. comes in and then you lose they were at one point you're like your support person I feel like a lot of people like crave monogamy or like right. having one solid one connection yeah like one person everything yeah yeah and whether it's like 
checking like all the boxes like mm -hmm. you said you can't check mm -hmm. all the boxes so like even a significant other wouldn't check all the yeah. boxes so your friend's not going to check boxes of like intimacy and like right you know sexual need like that yeah. kind of stuff but they're checking almost all the boxes right really good friendship humor like support yeah. blah 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 and some of those do overlap with that right with your partner yeah so like why is it why is it so much harder like the thought of but maybe it's not maybe it's just like is it it's probably not it's probably the same because like if I think about like going to my best friend right now and telling her like hey man I think I'm done it I feel like it would be the same as me going to Brett and being like hey man I think I'm done like both of those just seem equally well well, it's different now that you've got a baby in a house. Yeah, you have like a wait lot a of responsibilities not... together, right? But if you think of past boyfriends or past breakups, and I almost wonder if it's like we're kind of in society told what is supposed to piss us off about our partners. Like we know that if they cheat on us, that's bad. If they if they like lie to us, that's bad. Or like I but wouldn't like even with say friends. society. Like I don't. I didn't need to be told that if Mark cheats on me, that that's bad. Like that would hurt. That would but hurt what if you me. just lived in a society where you grew up, you were raised in a society where everyone, where there wasn't monogamy and you had never known it. I think that that we would be having a completely different conversation. Yeah. But I mean, it's just like, we're, that's like what we've been taught is like what a relationship what is. It's monogamy. Yeah. So like for some people, not everyone, right. and like everyone like feels relationships differently. Relationships are monogamous, but friendships are not. And like, what are you allowed to break up a friendship over? Like, I think there's less information around that. There's definitely less, um, you're held accountable for less, I think as yes. a friend, you have less obligation. Mm -hmm. Um, so it'd be, it'd be a lot harder to like, let that, let something come up that would cause you to like, Right, like, right, like, I guess having a friendship breakup has to be like something, something huge has to, to happen, yes. whereas there's like a lot of things that could lead yeah. to a breakup that are just, you know, wrong timing, um, yeah, falling out of love, like, yeah. or interests in other people, yeah. or like a bajillion different things, yeah. whereas friends, I don't know, it's also a little bit so less complex. commitment, mm -hmm. friends versus relationship, mm -hmm. that's true for whatever reason. I mean, at this point in life, it's a yeah. little bit different too, because I mean, I'm married. I have own a house with my husband, mm -hmm. vehicles with my husband. Yeah. It's like a legal <laughs> daughter. Yeah. Like a daughter. Like we have so many things that like have to keep us together. I don't own anything with a friend. Yeah. Yeah. I want, I have a hard time answering this question. I really don't know why. I think, and honestly, like not that this like helps the person who wrote in, but it could have to do with how much obligation there was in your relationship. Like how, what happened? Like mm -hmm. what happened that caused the breakup mm -hmm. and what, how does that affect your everyday life? And does it still, will it forever? Mm -hmm. Like things that, I don't know. Like if you and I had more obligation to, okay, say we had this podcast yeah. and we, we're making a ton of, you know what I mean? Like it was like a profitable business mm -hmm. that we're running together. Then we have more obligations together. Right. So something to break us up would be more like than just business. Yes. It would be like a disagreement, but that's the same as a relationship. Don't you think? Like exactly. Yeah. That's why it's not different. Yeah. I, I don't really think it is that different. I think we just know less about friendship breakups than we do about relationship breakup partner. Mm -hmm. Like love interest and the lack breakup. of monogamy in a friendship yeah 
Because friends can have more friends. Yeah. Yeah. So they're not like your only. Yeah. I mean, this is a complex topic. It is. (laughs) It totally is. I thought it was going to be easy for me to answer, but it's really not. But I mean, as far as like wondering about ending a relationship with a friend, like, I just think sometimes you have to like have boundaries in your relationships and understand what boundaries actually mean. Cause I just listened to this the other day. It's like a boundary isn't saying you can't treat me like that. Like you're not telling the other person what they can and can't do. You're saying I will not stand here and be treated like that. And then you walk away. So that was like a big shift for me learning. Like you can't control, you can't force somebody else to do something. You have to decide what you're willing to be around. And so Right. Oh, it's probably I put up a boundary the other day. <gasps> I know. Tell but it was like right a really now. healthy way. And I was talking Mark through it as I was like kind of processing it. And I was so proud of myself and walked away feeling like, okay, oh my like, god, I'm so, so good to hear it. So a girl I work with, I won't say too much, but she had clients booked that day. I was off and something she had a family emergency and she called me and said, Can you work today? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like it was actually, it was Monday. It was my day to rest. I had dropped a Halle off at daycare already. I was literally on the couch, cuddling up in a blanket. I was like, Hey, this is great. Mm-hmm. And then she, she called me and asked me, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? Obviously if I was going through what you're going through, yeah. I would hope that someone would help me. So absolutely. I will. No questions asked. I didn't have to go in until noon. I'm like, okay, perfect. It's like 10 o'clock. I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm just going to rest until then. Yeah. Try to just like recuperate from the fucking weekend I had anyways. <laughs> I lay on the couch, cut my blanket up, and my phone rings, and it says Hallie's daycare. No. I answer the phone expecting them to say she's sick, but I was like, she was like full of piss and vinegar this yeah, morning. Like, like she's no. not sick. I answer the phone. Hallie put a bead in her ear. <laughs> she shoved a bead in her ear, and um, we need you to take her to the doctors. I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> and Mark's home, so I'm like, okay, hey, well. I get off the phone. I'm like, sure. Yeah, we'll be right there. We're going to go get her. We're going to take her to the hospital. It's getting taken out, whatever. She's not in pain. Like, really, it was fine. But I was like, okay, I don't know how long. It was 1045. I didn't know how long we were going to be. I've never been to the hot to emerge without it being like a few hours of wait. So I was, I was just didn't know what to do. But I thought about it for a minute. And I was like, no, as Hallie's mom, I want to be here for these things. Mm -hmm. I want to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. We've been to the hospital with her before where she, they've had to put an IV in and it's taken three of us to pin yeah. her down because yeah. she's Hurricane Hallie. <laughs> and I was like, I first of all don't want Mark to go through that alone, but I don't want her to go through that without me being yeah. there. So I had to call my coworker and mm-hmm. say, I'm really sorry, but like, I can't yeah. come in. And I didn't want her to have to take the clients. Yeah. She chose to go in anyways right. and take the clients, yeah. but and I started to feel bad about that. And Mark's saying, well, why are you feeling bad? And I'm like, you know what? No, you're right. I'm not going to feel bad about this because my first job in my life is Hallie's mom. Mm-hmm. And this is something I don't want to miss for my daughter. Yeah. And I have the option to choose yes. what I want to do. And yes. so does this woman. Yes. And what works for her, great, totally. works for her. But it doesn't have to be a direct reflection on what my decision is. No. And this is what I want for me. So I'm really sorry, but mm-hmm. I have to be there for my daughter. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to help in any other way I can, but yeah, I set that boundary and I was just so, yeah. yeah so and then glad. you're like, I set a boundary. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah. But it's also something really cool about that is like realizing, okay, one of your core values is makes it easier to set boundaries in the future. Absolutely. Is your family. And like, just yeah. knowing like, it's very important for you to be there for Hallie yeah. in anything that's maybe a little bit 
scary or stressful for her. And Mm -hmm. now you just know that. And you can like be like, no, sorry, boom. And also realizing that like two things can be true at once. This is like kind of hard that Mm -hmm. with setting a boundary, she might be annoyed of you. And like a little bit like her kid put a fucking bead in her ear and she's not going to, you know, but that can all, that can be true. It can be annoying and like also the right for her, but also the right choice for you. And that's okay. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. So hard, eh? Growing up, being a grown up. I know. I was happy. (laughs) I feel like when it comes to Hallie, that stuff is easier for me to set a boundary about because totally in my life, I feel like my number one goal is to be like, is to nurture that relationship and like that's your core value. Yeah, like I just want her to have a great life, and I always struggle with like balancing work and mom life because I love my career but I also love being successful and I just continue on to grow and grow and grow and be bigger and bigger and bigger but like I have to take myself down to be like hey wait you would make extra money and yeah here and and you would also be helping a co-worker but like no it's it's not about the money Mm -hmm. like it's about an experience that Hallie needs you to be there for and that's that and I think that's so cool yeah it was cool it was weird to be like aware of it as it was happening yeah because I genuinely didn't feel I genuinely felt in my core that I was doing the right thing. Yeah. And I, that doesn't happen often for me. But I think that's just so cool. Like just knowing that maybe it wasn't like a cut and dry decision, but you knew what your choice was. Mm-hmm. Like you could have hummed and hawed about it for two days and felt guilty and felt shitty, but like that doesn't get you anywhere. Right. So just like, knowing that that's your choice all the time is like a huge weight lifted right it's like taking the power back in your life right and you get to choose what your core values are and if you're you know a single person with no kids and your career is your focus or if you're a person with kids and your career is your focus there are there were other options in that situation like mark could have taken her yeah and it would have all been fine but you're choosing your core value right now is her and i just think of that so cool that like stepping up for your kid, it just like feels badass. Yeah. Especially when you're also stepping up for yourself, kind of like, yes. no, this is what I want to do. Like, yes. this is where I feel in my heart that I should, this is what I feel like I should be doing. Yes. So I'm going to do that yes. because that's what I feel like I yeah. need to do for myself, for my daughter, for my life. And that's like what you would have wanted. Taking control uh, of my life. Like mm-hmm. I feel like people and myself hundred percent of the time fall into this, that like outside factors dictate my life yeah and I've let them dictate my life more than they need to Mm -hmm. there are certain like there are some things that of course yeah you do have to get up and go to work in the morning because you've got bills if you want to live in this house you need to yeah but like that kind of stuff (laughs) yeah but like yeah healthy boundary setting is definitely something that makes me feel that I can I just have a little more control over my life yeah I think they're the best. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Again, two chef's kiss in one episode. Vic, oh, you're, you're killing, killing it. it. All right. Okay, well, that was a little bit more yeah. than I kind of thought. We went off on a tangent. That's not really about losing a friendship. But if you want to know how to do a healthy boundary setting, <laughs> tune in for more. Yeah. I think we need to go eat some lunch. Yeah, I'm hungry. Like a good idea. Okay. Bye, Bye everyone. find us on instagram at girl like you pod give us a follow and shoot us a message if there's something you want to talk about we put out new episodes every thursday and please make sure you rate review and subscribe it helps us lots bye, bye. <laughs>